on page 51 of Sefer Memorim Tavshin Aleph. And we just spoke about, in page 50, the beginning of Ois Kimmel, we spoke about Tal Eris Talecho. That basically, in order to bring out Tichas Amesim, we have to have a Begashmias of an Oyer, which just totally transcends the chain of creation from all the way from Hashem's very essence. And so too, to bring out Tichas Amesim, Beruchnis, spiritually, also need Nachmim Mercy from Hashem's very essence. Um, and when a person realizes that, the Tchesa Mason, um, spiritually, specifically through the essential, essential mercy of Hashem's very essence, so a person that takes it seriously, takes his davening seriously, he should think, contemplate at length and very deeply about how he's hold, where he's holding a Tchesa Mitzvah and the way he acts. And he'll, you might find that there are certain things in Tchesa Mitzvah around the way that he acts, that he's mamish like a mace, like a dead person without any sensitivity to godliness. He doesn't feel anything godly. When a person thinks about it truthfully, authentically, honestly, he, he it'll really it'll really touch his heart, and he'll be start crying the the bitterness of his soul to arouse abundant mercies to wake up his soul to resurrect his soul, and this is what a person should think to bring about this feeling of rachem daven and abundant mercy on his soul to arouse Hashem's mercy. He should think the the true ultimate source of the soul of the of his neshama, whoever whoever he may be, whatever level of is of Hashem is from the true essence of Hashem, from the inner core of Avaya. Like it says, Chelik Avaya Ami, and Alu Machshava. They come from Hashem's inner core of His thought, from the Machshava Kedumah that Eden Seif, which transcends all these stalsles. These stalsles are from Chokma Vatzilis Lamata, but the Machshava Kedumah is holy above Seif stalsles. And that is the level of Kesser, Alu Machshava, Alu Davke, the highest level in Machshava, which is Atika Kedisha, which is Atzmos Eden Seif Parichu. That's the source of the soul. And even the process, the, the descent of the soul, the process it goes through is through Chochmah Batilis, not Malchus Batilis, meaning it doesn't change, it stays the same essence. And this essential core of the Neshama becomes trapped in the physical body, descends all the way through the chain of creation until it becomes trapped in the physical body. Um, and that's a dis- humongous, intense, wild descent that the Neshama goes through. And that's just the, when you're just talking about the etzim descent and the clothing of the physical, spiritual, sorry, of the spiritual soul, the godly soul within the physical body, physical coarse body, without any effect that a person has on his body through his actions. Just that descent already is huge. That's the kitzer of the previous stuff. Now we'll start on the top of page 51. The last one on the line, top of page 51. Especially is this descent will bother him even more so. Not only did the neshama get trapped in the physical body, but the person now added to the descent of the neshama. When a person sees within himself how he's basically imprisoned and connected, bound, attached with his whole entire soul within this body, within his coarse body, he's attached himself. And he basically imprisoned himself in this body by the way the decisions he makes and the way he acts. But also, and he's involved in the vanities of this world, the physical vanities of the world, and in his lusts, his physical lusts of the body, eating and drinking, just like an animal, just instinctual, like a very animal, totally engaged, involved, overly indulged in these physical pleasures. So. When he sees that, he realizes that it's even causing even greater descent in the Shema. This is all complete darkness. 
which totally darkens and conceals and covers over on the godly light, which shines, which sparkles in a concealed way within his neshama. Like we said, that the essence of the soul doesn't change. It always stays in that pristine state as it goes down to this descent, but then it becomes trapped within external trappings of the physical world and the concealment of the world. But now that he's brought even more descent to the soul by involving and becoming overly engaged, indulged in physical pleasures, he darkens, he covers over that hidden light within his within his neshama, the essential light within his neshama. And his all his dealings in this physical world, because he's totally overly dedicated to these things, overly indulged in these in these things, which in his business dealings, in his eating and drinking, whatever it is in this world, he's overly indulged in them. Now it's become by him like a levush sack, a, a, a thick, a thick garment uh, of sackcloth. I mean, his body now has become even more not not just the concealment of the body on the soul, but now through his actions and his overly being an overly indulged, that's causing an extra chayshich hester, a kisui on this um, hidden light of the soul. He's He's imprisoned and bound to these physical, to this physical darkness of the world. Hashem save us, just like a person who's sitting in jail. Because he's totally overly dedicated, overly indulged to these physical things. And to his, his, his job, and things which he does to make parnasa. And Become solely so connected and overly dedicated to these and overly indulged in these physical things in his parnasa that it totally surrounds him like he's in jail. As there is, there is v as fisa. It's like he's like he's in jail, imprisoned by the physical body and by his job and all his different physical and, and pleasures indulged in, in um, physical lusts, imprisoned by them. And this causes him to forego davening with a minion. He has no time now to learn because of his overindulgence in the physical world to learn and to be involved in um, giving kindness to other people to the extent which he has actually brought himself to the gateways of death of spiritual death and the sensitivity to the Shama. He became total so distant and he fell so far down that it's almost he's as if he's considered like a dead person, a dead neshama, without any without any godly energy and sensitivity to the godliness within his soul. He's been in his zoo. So this is Bainanus which arouses in person mercy and he when he thinks about this, the great source of his soul and how how low it's become, it will arouse him to aided him to arouse Hashem's mercy on his soul and to um, resurrect it, so to say. It doesn't just apply to people that are bali asik businessmen involved in the, the, the world more. Therefore, you would think that they're more shaykh to their neshamis becoming more. Um, covered over by the darkness of Elam Haza and their over engagement in the physical world. Even though 
also applies to Yeshua to people that learn, that are engaged in learning Torah all day, all night, and they don't have to, they're not engaged in business, so seemingly they're more removed from this world, from the physical world, and therefore, their neshamas are not so engaged in the darkness of the physical world. They also have to contemplate and to arouse Hashem's abundant mercy from Hashem's very essence, the mercy on their soul. When they, when they contemplate the great and the awesome descent of their soul, becoming clothed in their physical body. So that is just the, the same thing with the Yeshua'il and Bali Yisik we said. It's the etzim in the the top of the page we said that. That's the same by both of them, by both categories of people. Even though they're learning Torah the whole day, which seemingly removes them from the second idea of the, the fact that they're overly engaged in the physical world, causing more descent, so to say, to the soul. Even though they're engaged in learning, they have to contemplate in this idea very well and to figure out if their learning Torah is proper according to how the Torah requires. Are they learning Torah properly or not? The So are they learning what does it mean to learning proper learning properly? It means they have to investigate, look inside themselves and see if their learning is the Shem Shemayim for the sake of Hashem only, just because this is the trade the trade of Hashem, the wisdom of Hashem himself. Or are they learning Taita not because they want to understand Hashem's wisdom and connect to Hashem, but rather they forgot about this idea that this, this is the trait of Hashem. They're thinking only about their own glory, their own honor. And they're learning in order to acquire for themselves a good name, in order to become respected and by other people and, and you know, glorified. They, they can pride themselves. And other people, look how smart I am. I look, look how much Taita I learned. So other people can, can honor them. Like, like we see clearly, some people learn Teda with a great diligence, and, and very deep. They learn in a very deep way. And he's toiling, is toiling very hard in order to, to you know, come up with novel concepts in Teda. So he's learning Teda really hard, really, really engaged in it. But the whole purpose of why he's making up these chidushim is that he should have some chshivus, some importance between those who are the greats, the Torah greats. He wants to be just considered a gadol. It's not about because he wants to understand understand the Shem's Torah or connect to Hashem, the giver of the Torah, the nascent Torah. Rather, he just wants to be have some chshivus, some covet to believe in the so when you learn when you learn in that way, where it's just about your own your own honor, and just so people can honor you. So besides the fact that you don't get any, it's not drawn down from your learning, any godly life to the soul, from the godly energy within the wisdom of the teda. So he's not getting in touch with that godliness within the teda. It's not lighting up his soul. Because this person. Since he's totally engaged in a not l'shem shemaim just for himself, so there's no 
Godliness doesn't rest within his Torah speech at all. When, the, when he's learning Torah, there's no Godliness being resting within him because he's full of himself. It's not there, there's no room for Hashem, so to say, in this type of learning. Like it says in the Zayda, that learning Torah without fear and love of Hashem does not fly above, does not ascend to Hashem. It stays down here in the world of separation, meaning it stays just um, in the world of concealment of this physical world where everything looks like it's separate from Hashem. Um, and in order to, for the Torah to, the words, his physical words of Torah, to contain the godliness which is, which is inherent within the Torah, within the Chachmas Hashem, the, the Torah of Hashem, he has to separate himself, uplift himself above this Elam Apirut, the, the world of separation. So that his dibur, his physical speech, which is also within this physical world of separation and concealment, in order for his speech to contain it, he has to uplift himself and, so to say, refine it and to be infuse his learning with a kavana for Hashem or with love and fear. Meaning when he's learning, he has to recognize that this is the Torah of Hashem. And that will allow that his speech should be a keli to contain the, uh, the gili lukus, which is inherent in Torah. So not only is this person, when he learns in this way, just for his own glory, his own honor, he doesn't get this revelation of God. And it is within himself from the Torah. So not only is he not experiencing the positive aspect of Torah, but rather he's actually experiencing a negative uh, consequence from this type of learning, when he's learning not l'shem shemaim. That the Torah becomes a sama mavis, elixir of death, a poison, so to say, for his soul. How do we know that? Like the sages say in the Gemara, Zocha nasis leisam chaim, leizocha nasis leisam mavis. So the sages say that when a person, if he's Zocha, if he learns Torah properly, he merits meritorious, so the Torah becomes for him an elixir of life, a potion of life that gives life. But if he's not meritorious, he doesn't learn Torah properly with the Shem then the Torah becomes for him the poison, uh, elixir of death, bringing death to him. So here, uh, if Fidu Kedavit teaches this in a whole, a lot deeper way, that Zacha, not just Meloshin Zchus, but Meloshin Zakus, uh, refining, Zikuch. So this is, or also like Meloshin um, Zchuchis, uh, like a transparency. So let's see what, how the Fidu says this. So not only is the Teda, he doesn't get the positive aspect of the Teda, but he also gets a negative consequence from learning this way. Zacha, what does it mean, Zacha? If he learns Teda, Zacha in a meritorious way, in the Shem Shemayim, the Kasha Divrei Teda, Shuleimid, he's Zaka Etzloi. When the Teda, the person learns, the words of Teda that he's learning are Zaka, they're transparent by this person. What does that mean? Kekli hanasis mizchuchis vehira haniris mashvateicho meaning to say that his Torah that he learns, the words of Torah that he's learning, is just like this, um, it's just like this, this vessel, this container that's made out of glass, which is totally clear and transparent, and you can see what's in it. So, which means, in the spiritual sense, in Avoida, what does this mean? That when he learns Torah in a way that's zaka, it's like, that it's like a glass container that you can see what's in it. That he's learning Torah within everything that he learns in Torah, he knows the inner secret and the um, the he knows the inner secret of what this sugya is talking about. So it's basically a glass container. He sees through everything he's learning. He, just, he doesn't get trapped in the physical ideas of what he's learning, the and all these physical ideas. He sees the inner idea behind it. Like we spoke about earlier, 
what all these things mean in their pinimistic kavana. What's the Piddush according to Chassidus? And I'm going to say, not only that, but he, he knows what's behind this. This isn't just, this isn't just um, Seichel. This is the Seichel of Hashem. Not just any type of Seichel. Um, philosophy, etc. This, he sees through it, and he's able to see this is the Chachma of Hashem. So that's what it means. He learns Tayyid in the way it's Zachar. If he doesn't know, at least, it's not a container, it's not see-through in the sense where he can't see the inner secret of everything. Maybe he's not in the level to realize the the you know the explanation of all according to Chassidus, but at least he knows it's transparent in the fact that he knows that this is the wisdom of Hashem, the will of Hashem that he's learning. He doesn't get stuck in the outer layers of the of the sugis. That's what it means. The person learns Torah in the way that zacha, like zchuchis, transparent. When the Torah is by him klar, and Torah is very clear by him, transparent. That he's able to see, and it's seen also that the pnimius, the inner core of Teda, meaning he's able to see the inner secrets, or he's able to see behind the sugis and realize that this is the chacham of Hashem. If he learns Teda in such a way, then so you just say in the continuation of that chazal that it becomes to him an elixir, a potion of life. I mean that Teda's mechayeh enlivens him with a spiritual energy. And so, basically, first of all, a person learning Torah in a way where it's zacha, where he is learning the Shem and he knows this the Torah of Torah of Hashem, Torah of Eved, he's learning. So it's it's Sam Chaim gives him spiritual life. Like I said, Nimshe Chaim draws down life to his soul and uplifts him and connects him to Hashem. And now we're going to say that what he learns in this way also affects other people. The way that he learns in this way, it's also going to affect others. So through this person that learns in such a way where he recognizes and he connects to the epidemius of the Teda, Hashem, he realizes the Shem's Teda, so then this life which is drawn down from the godliness within Teda also affects other people's. The life from the life, the inner life of Teda and Mitzvah is drawn to other people when he learns in such a way where basically such a person that when he learns Teda is transparent and he recognizes the inner aspects of Teda, other people will also feel that within him and they'll be drawn to him and they'll be drawn to the godly energy which is within that person because he's learning Teda in a proper way. But if a person's not learning Teda, he's not meritorious, he's not learning in a way where he sees the Pneumis of Teda, Shemashu, Lehman, Tevis, Rakas, Pashtas, and Nigla. What he's learning, whenever he learns, he's just grasping the simple, revealed aspects of the, of the Sukkis that he's learning. He doesn't even know at all the inner secret of what he's learning, the Pneumis, the Chsidis, so to say, the inner explanations of what he's learning. And in a little bit of time, because of his so much, he's just basically he's focusing on just being the whole time, not thinking about and realizing that I'm just connecting to the Chacham of Hashem, and because he's not learning Torah Lishma. So in a little bit of time, from just being which is just basically being Moisif and his Metzis and his Yashis, ah, I mean another Chiddush, another Chiddush, he ends up forgetting that the Torah is actually Hashem's wisdom and Hashem's will. Rather, he thinks it's just a, another Another Chachma of the Chachma Su'umais, Chazr Shalim. As thus, Vasar learned 
In Torah, Nemter on Merinit Vipashtas Alocha. Peter says in Yiddish now that whatever he's learning in Torah, he only takes the the simple outer layer of the Halacha. Doesn't want to know the inner secrets of the Torah at all. He just wants to know the the external layers, the logic of Torah, without getting into the primis. So there, for that person, not So if he doesn't, if he's not learning Torah in a way where it's like a transparent container, like a glass container, where you can see the primis, he doesn't see that this is a chacham v'shem. He forgets about that. That Torah learning, that learning of Torah becomes like a sam mavis, a poison. A death poison. So for that person, is very cold, which is opposite of life. So that person that he basically just learns Teda for his own Mitzis, for his own Yeshis, just to get more COVID. So that Teda becomes for him like a sum of us. becomes basically very cold and very desensitized to anything godly. So it becomes cold and without any chayis, opposite of life, the whole chayis nanea, because everything that's alive is moves, has movement, meaning it's, 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 it's alive, it's something alive. So this person is very car, he's without any movement. And whenever anything that's alive has movement, and, and movement naturally gives birth to heat. That's why, in general, heat shows that this thing's alive because anything which is alive first of all the first claw is anything which is alive moves and movement automatically when the thing moves the entity moves that brings uh, makes heat as we, as we know when you move your hands together you move them at friction that movement is what's causing the heat so the fact that a person has heat there's heat that means that he's let's say that's that shows you that it's alive but this person but a dead person is cold there's no movement and obviously no heat. So we can apply this to spiritual. That when a person is, when a person is totally cold, he has no chayas in his avodas Hashem, in his learning Torah, because he doesn't, he just looks at it as another logic, another wisdom of the world, another philosophy, and doesn't realize that this is the chokhmah of Hashem, which obviously when you realize that, that brings a real chayas into your learning, because you're connecting to Hashem when you're learning. This person is just doing it for the sake of COVID or for the sake of he enjoys Askolis. So he's he's he becomes a cold person, just an intellectual person without any without any chayas. As we see clearly that intellectual people can be very cold without any emotions. But when a person learns Teda in a real way, Zacha, and he sees the Pimis of the Teda and the Chachma Vishan, obviously he has a real chayas. This person becomes so focused on the outer layers, he's he's dead spiritually. So, and just like when a person learns Teda in the proper way, that it's transparent, that he sees the inner epitomies of the Teda, it's a elixir of life. So not only that it not only that it gives him life, spiritual life, but rather it, it even is it even gives others life, like we said before, that a person, people that are attracted to this type of person, and they get a spiritual life when they are around him because they feel his spiritual aura. So hine kain who gam besamimovis, and so could we can apply the opposite way. It's all one the opposite the other, kedusha opposite of klipa. So a person that learns teda in a way where he just gets the poison of teda because not the, not the, not chasuvshal the poison of teda, but he's experiencing just the outer layers, the logic of teda, not connected to the pnimius, and therefore it becomes a samimovis, makes him colder and colder because he's just stuck in his intellect and his mitzias. That person that learns teda not not the shem shemayim. 
makes him cold because he's just focusing on the intellect of the Torah, and also it cools down other people that meet this person. They they also become more intellectual, less less with less chayis, and they don't experience any godly energy when they're with this person. So they become also cold. So he's cooling down not only himself; he's cooling down others, which is even worse. He's not mezakis at Abim. Yeah, So a person, so therefore we see clearly somebody that does learn Torah for the proper way, l'shem shemaim, in a way that it's like a transparent glass because he sees the pnimis of Torah. And it's Chachmah Hashem. So the most of it, this person's learning is going to be regarding is going to be involved in learning halachis, actual practical laws of the Torah, and in Yadei Avoda, and things which we're going to add in his service of Hashem, um, teaching about the right way to to act in his midas, etc. And Chadish Kedushat Teda, he's going to all his chedushim that he's going to come up with in Teda are all going to be how to protect him from being. Over that from transgressing Hashem's laws, and also in hidden mitzvah and adding to the beautify beautifying the mitzvahs, so his chidushim are not going to be involved in like we're going to say for the person that's learning Torah the wrong way and making coolis and being more lenient, but rather his chidushim are going to be, oh, how can this sugya and learning show me that I can be more careful to not be over a mitzvah uh, on a and also be how to be more to beautify the mitzvahs that I already do. So that's a person that's learning Torah the proper way. He's always going to see that because he's trying, he's, he realizes the Chachm of Hashem and therefore I want to be careful not to go against Hashem's will and Hashem's Chachm. He sees the Pneumius, what really, what's really happening here when he's learning Torah. He's connecting to Hashem. This learning itself is connecting his Chachm, his brain, to Hashem's brain. And therefore he wants to beautify any mitzvah because he wants to get that connection and be careful not to detract, to take away from that connection. This is all because of the heat, so to say, the chayas the that he gets from the vitality, the life force that Torah gives him because he's learning it in a proper way. He's getting the samachayim because he experiences this real chayas of elokos of the Torah. Therefore, he wants to do be more careful of mitzvahs. When somebody learns Torah in not a proper way, not transparent, he doesn't see the pnimis of Torah, doesn't realize it's a chachm of Hashem, his whole point is just to get covered from other people. Most of his chidushim, which he's coming up with in Teda, is all going to be involved in more hatedim, permissibilities. What, what can I? What am I allowed to do? More loopholes, more kulis, more being more lenient. Because he's basically become so far and so cold, so distanced himself from the true godly energy, the light of the godly light of Teda. Therefore, he's become very cold, and therefore. He's not looking to, he doesn't have a chayis in keeping Hashem's commandments. He's looking to be more, what can I do to be less hard on my mitzis? And so he uses his cold intellect just to find out more ways where he doesn't have to be as involved in the fulfilling of mitzis because he doesn't see it as a godly pursuit. He sees this as just an intellectual pursuit. So this person, even a yeshavayil that is involved in learning all the day, but he's learning in a not even that type of person has to be has to be aroused, awaken abundant mercy from Hashem on his soul, which has become very far from the So this is the idea, the concept of resurrection of the dead, 
the spiritual sense, to draw down the level of the abundant mercy, like we said earlier, of which means that it stems all the way from the Shem's very infinite essence. And that is what has the ability to bring resurrection of the dead, to make the dead back alive, the spiritual sense. So that's what that will stop in the end of page 51.